Yo, what's up, everybody? What's going on? What's up? <laughs> this is your boy Q. Hey, listen. Uh, welcome to MTG Stupid is Real. You already know what time it is. Guys, listen, it is the time for me to get real with you because that's all I know how to do is get real with you. Now, listen, um, um, before we get started with today's show, just want to uh, definitely remind you gently that viewer and listener discretion is advised. Now, of course, we expect and hopefully uh, know that you are at least 18 years or older uh, while watching this show uh, and also commenting and interacting with us. Uh, please be at least 18 or at least we prefer 21 years older. So make sure you go ahead and do that and all that good stuff. And we definitely want to make sure uh, that you are um, legal to watch this. Now, um, the, today's show, uh, you know, I, I'm just I'm going to put it out there. You know, minding my own business is leaving yours alone. I don't have my bill, you know, tonight. So minding my minding my business is leaving yours alone. Minding my business is leaving yours alone. And so, so. You know, people get into the place where a lot of times they feel like you're not interested in what they got to say or what they're going through. And there are some people, honestly, in positions where they feel like, you know, hey, you know, um, they're not inquiring or you're not inquiring about what's going on with them and all that good stuff. But however, don't you know, honestly, don't you know that when you mind your own business you are really leaving people alone that that's what you're doing a lot of times you know people they want to continue to keep you in their in their space you know to see you know if you have any input and output on what you got going on and all that kind of stuff and i'm gonna tell you right now i mind my own business I mind my own business because you know what you sometimes what people have going on you don't you don't want to you know, be over involved in that stuff. And you don't want to be, you know, in a position, you know, where every time you turn around, there is something going on and, you know, you have to, you know, be inquiring what's going on with, with what they got going on. And so I'm, I mind, I mind my business. I do. I mind my own business and I don't bother nobody. I don't bother nobody. And so, or bother anybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. On you guys that are actually listening to the show, we sure appreciate you here at MTG. Thank you again for watching and listening on F, uh, Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple, all of that good stuff. Thank you again for watching. Real quick, I am sharing this video at this moment. I'm sharing this video. Let me go ahead and do it right now. I'm sharing the Justin F. Kimball High School class of 1998. Shout out to y'all. Uh, class of 1997. I'm sharing it with y'all too because we're the best class. We know that. Shout out to you guys. You know, of course, I'm um, sharing it with the group call. You know, you went to Kemba High School. If when, you know, for example, you know, if you went to Kemba High School, when um, um, we would have stink bums right outside the lunchroom. As soon as you get through eating, you walk into funk. So <laughs> you know definitely that you are. Uh, that you went to Kimball, you know, and there are certain different things that, you know, only some of us know. Uh, again, uh, the, uh, the, I'm sorry, the Black Podcast Network, thank you so much for letting us share 
uh, with you. In the hood, lit with it part two. Thank you so much for letting us share uh, with you. Can I get any realer? What's up? That's my group right there. I love that group. Thank you for allowing us to share with you. The Afani Show, thank you so much for allowing us to share with you. Exclusive Social Lounge, that's that's my girls group. Um, um, thank you so much for allowing us to share to your group. Black-Owned Businesses Network, thank you so much for letting us share. 365 Days Black, thank you so much for letting us share. Uh, Learn to Be a Podcast, thank you so much for letting us share with you. Uh, Kimball High School Friends, The Trap TV, thank you so much. A Glimpse of Encouragement, thank you so much for letting us share with you. We really, really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you again for allowing us to to share. All right. So today, like I stated earlier, the, 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 the type topic of this show is minding my business is leaving yours alone. Well, you know, there there are a lot of people, again, you know, that, you know, in a sense, you know, want you to be in a Kool-Aid. They want you to be in a business. And, you know, it's, it's specifically that tickles me when, you know, you're on Facebook, especially, you know, and people get all twisted up and all in their feelings, you know, when, you know, they put something out there on Facebook and then all of a sudden now you get mad because people start replying to what you put out there. And I'm just kind of thinking to myself a lot of times when I see a lot of people post on Facebook about what they're really going through. And I've done that before, you know, uh, I've shared some things. Uh, on Facebook or social media, you know, that maybe, hey, seeing a prayer my way or, you know, hey, you know, God has blessed me. I'm not in hospital no more type deal. You know, I've done that a couple of times. Not a practice that I, or not something that I practice on a constant basis, but I get it. You know, I get it. You know, but when you post your business out on social media, when you post your personal details on social media, and if someone decides to reply to what they see or what they're hearing or a lie that's out there, you know, you can't tell people to mind their own business if you putting your business out there. High five somebody, you know, so seriously, you know, that's definitely, you know, you know, when sometimes people, they don't, they even be mind, they're be minding their own business. And then all of a sudden, you know, you just put it out there for everybody to know. And you get an attitude, you get upset because somebody got something to say or they are inserting their opinion in your personal information. And you don't think about, oh, well, I did post it out there or I, I put this person on blast. I put that person on blast. It's exactly what I wanted to do. And when somebody has something to say about your business, then all of a sudden you want to correct everybody as if we're in the same space with you. You know, that that is unbeknownst to me. That's why I'm my own business. I mind my business. I encourage you to mind yours too. You know, mind your business. You know, stay, stay out the way. You know, do what you need to do and keep folk out your Kool-Aid because because a lot of times people will be in your business and they are not for your best interest at heart. They really are not for your best interest at heart. Thank you, YouTube. So much for uh watching. I see a couple of people on from YouTube. Appreciate you watching us on tonight. Listen, also, in case you missed today's show, and this is also for the podcast as well, I am going to be doing the MTG Rewind of this episode at midnight tonight. Actually, I'm thinking that's going to be on tomorrow night that I'm going to re-air this show, uh, actually, versus midnight. So it just depends on how I'm feeling, honestly. 
and we'll definitely know what's going to be happening, you know, when it comes to, you know, um, what I want to do. Because honestly, again, this is the season of simplicity for us. So a lot of different things, you know, we are uh, taking a look at, you know, and making sure that we are able to continue to provide a great show for you guys. But at the same time, we're making sure that it's quality. And so that's what we're working on. We're improving our quality this year. You know, that's, that is what I want to do is improve our quality because that's important. You know, let's improve the quality, you know, and let's do it. You know, and so that is definitely my goal, you know, is to improve our quality. But the MTG, the MTG Rewind will probably be tomorrow. But if not, you'll see it tonight on midnight, just in case you missed this. Now, we do have a fan letter on tonight. Now, this fan letter, uh, I, I'm calling this fan letter Mystery Lover. Yeah, Mystery Lover. Thank you so much for watching again, guys. We appreciate it. Mystery Lover, because we got some stuff going on. You know, we got some stuff going on. People are, are doing a thing. Chicken wing, they're doing a whole lot. And, you know, it, it is definitely definitely something to be um watchful of especially when you are with somebody and you are in love with a person it it definitely pays you to pay attention dang where my bill at you need to pay attention again mind your own business when you got business in front of you and you need to take care of your business be sure to mind your own business you know and take care of what you got going on. And so this letter that, that I'm going to be reading on tonight came in last week. And we're going to also touch on it on After Dark. So, you know, After Dark is this coming Thursday. Real quick, go to show order. Of course, Tuesday nights, first and third is uh, Stupid is Real with Q. Tomorrow night is Happy Hour with Hendrix. Thursday night is going to be MTG After Dark. And then on Saturday morning is going to be MTG Live. And uh, this weekend, we got a special guest coming on to the show uh, that's going to be talking about her college experience as a millennial. And so I think that's going to be a great show. You guys come on and watch and listen and all that good stuff and share this broadcast and all that. And and we definitely want to make sure that we definitely um, get on here to give you the best that we got. You know what I mean? So um, real quick. Um, let me take a quick recess. I'm going to take a quick break. It's not going to take that long uh, because I'm having some issues over here with one of my devices, which is okay. I want to take the quick moment to get it up and going, doing what it needs to do. And I'm going to come back on and then we're going to read the letter and then we're going to jump off because, again, we're going to talk about this on After Dark some more, but definitely we want to make sure that I touch it on tonight because this mess is crazy so give me just a brief second i'll be right back and y'all stay tuned and don't you take your ass nowhere hold on right back Yo, I'm back, everybody. Told you, real quick. 
and y'all didn't go nowhere. Thank you so much for not going anywhere. Thank y'all because uh, y'all's gonna have me cussing in a minute. Y'all's gonna have me cussing. All right, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. I'm I'm calling this again this letter that we received. Um, calling it um, mystery lover is what I'm calling it now. Yeah, I get it. You know, this this one is 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 one that um that kind of threw me off uh just a little bit, uh, but it is definitely something to talk about. Uh, let's see, somebody got a child abduction going on and everything I got what's going on. And so hang on just a second. Sorry for the noise, everybody. Sorry about that. So some child I'm being abducted, y'all know everybody's phone gets to go off. Uh fan questions comments uh if you want if you have any show ideas or anything like that for us or if you want to be a guest 972-904-2398 send us a text or give us a telephone call and we'll definitely go ahead and jump on that with you so yeah do that 972-904-2398 again top of this letter is called um mystery lover mystery lover so here we go here we go um let's 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 get into it and like i said i'm not gonna dig all the way into it Check us out on Thursday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Myself and Miss Arbor, not Barbara. And we're going to tackle this letter together. So, well, I want to definitely bring it, you know, up on tonight to kind of give y'all a slight little sneak peek. But here it goes. It says, my name is Ryan. What's up, Ryan? Thanks so much for writing in to us. I'm looking for some answers. Okay. My wife's name is Destiny. Destiny and I have been married. For 12 years and things are good so i thought lately we have been hang on everybody i think the, the buzzing is going off lately we have been trying new things sexually and i have discovered that she likes threesomes with other women okay so there's a woman named coco he named a name <laughs> come on coco as she claims to be my wife's bestie. While scanning through our bank account two weeks ago, I noticed a purchase from a Marriott hotel that I know wasn't mine. I asked her about it and she told me to dispute it through the bank. So I did. The results of the bank dispute came back with a signed receipt with my wife's signature and my wife's picture attached. Mm. I confronted her with the results and she told me that her and Coco been going to this Marriott for the last three years and she came out to me as bisexual. Mm. Wow. I kicked her out. Then a couple of weeks later, I let her come home if she left Coco alone. Unfortunately, she left me anyway. Now her and Coco are together. How do I get my wife back? How do I get my wife back? If you're just joining, thank you so much for joining. Again, we're doing um, um, this letter and um, young lady, I mean, young man wrote in his wife's name is Destiny. They've been married 12 years. Her best friend's name is Coco. And uh, with Coco, 
um, um, and the wife through research of the husband that he probably was not looking for through their bank statements, he found out that his wife and her best friend Coco have been going to a Marriott hotel for the last three years. Um, he found out about it and he put her out the house. He let her come back home a couple of weeks later and she still ended up leaving him for Coco. And he wants to know how to get his wife back. Now, let's let's start here because y'all know I like to pick these letters apart and I'm going to do my best to keep it within time constraints on tonight because there are so many questions I have right now. I have so many questions. Go ahead and drop your comments if you got a question for me regarding this letter. Drop your comments and things like that. But I, I got so many questions right now. First of all, Ryan, I just want to say um, 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 my uh, heartfelt and sincere um, prayers go out to you. You know, let me start there first. You know, being with a person for 12 years, being married 12 years, which means that you've probably been with her a little bit longer than 12 years, in my assumption. And um, he said that he thought that things were good. And, and so here's the thing. I look at when somebody thinks that their relationship is going just perfect and you are not thinking or experiencing anything that's going on in the relationship for the last 12 years, everything is good, not saying it's perfect, but everything is good, let me say that, then usually a person can be caught off guard when they find out something different about their spouse, especially if it's something that their spouse have not been communicating with them. Now, now this young lady uh, came and came out and told him that she was bisexual. My question, first of all, to him would be, is there any way that you may have known that your wife went both ways? Is there any way? Now, women do, women, ladies, y'all are real good at covering stuff up. High five. That's, that's just the truth. You're good at covering things up. You're good at covering up you know, what you want to cover up, whatever the cover up is, you know. And so so is there any way that you may have known that your wife may have been messing around with somebody or had the desire uh, to mess around with someone at first? And it's not. It's OK. Not saying that nothing's wrong with that. It's OK. But when you start having threesomes because he said that they started trying to do new things sexually what were some of the new things that you guys tried well we know bringing somebody in uh the bedroom was one of them i mean so you know i'm trying to figure out what else did y'all try he said in the letter that she she said i mean he said in the letter I have discovered that she likes threesomes with other women. So is this more than one threesome that you may have had? Uh, have y'all had, you know, a situation where there is three individuals involved and it was two men and one woman? Because you do know, and if not, I'm going to educate you. Two women and a man, that's a threesome. Two men and a woman, that's a train. I didn't stutter. 
nor did I misspeak. That's a train. If you got two men and a woman, that's a train. That that's that's not a threesome. That's a train. Two women and a man, that's a that's a threesome. You know. But anytime that you and one man are given to her, whether it's in on either end, and in a lot of cases, you know, on the same end, that's a train. You know, you're connecting things, and that's a that's a train. That's just what that is. I want to know how freaky did y'all get? Because if you discovered that she liked threesomes with other women, that means that you may have uh, stumbled across uh, her liking women or whatever the case it is through sex and through what she likes. And more importantly, who she likes and what she likes. And so if y'all have been having sex 12 years, and you've been in a situation where, oh, my God, you know, I am seeing that there's a different side to her. Then that kind of tells me that y'all haven't really had a conversation about what you really, really like. You know, some people, you, you don't have to be thrown off about what somebody like. You, you don't have to be out of the blue, out of the box to find out what somebody like. All you have to do is ask. Now. Honesty is one thing, you know, if, if they tell you straight up, then you should you should be able to take that in to see if that's a decision that you want to make for your life. And if you can um, be, uh, I guess you can say, be content with that decision or be in a position to where you feel that it's wrong. I mean, that, that uh, you can participate in that. If you get with somebody and they tell you that they like to sleep with the same sex in the bed with you and you act like they they were just talking about the side of their neck eventually they're going to follow and succumb to their desires that is the definitely truth that is the definite truth people have to realize that when you're in a place where people are are exploring themselves sexually they're exploring themselves especially when you get to a certain age you know you start exploring and you start leaving things you know kind of you know you know throwing caution to the wind you have to understand that you open up a door for freedom to come in and if a person is is has been sexually expressive you know um or if a person has been bottled up and haven't been sexual and sexually expressive then it could be in a place where you can release the kraken especially if it's something that they haven't had in a while or if they haven't done in a while now i'm not going to say that there's a time limit on this young lady uh discovering that she was bisexual i just believe that she's been bisexual and she got married and a lot of times that's what happens you know people who like to indulge you know with the same sex or indulge with different kinds of sex and and if their partner or spouse is not aware of this and when they find out they act surprised and shocked it's because they haven't told them or they hid that part of them that they may have thought something was wrong and so a lot of times you know you know when when you talk about sex you know and you talk about intimacy and you talk about passion and you talk about uh pleasure you know people get their pleasures all kind of ways they get pleasures all kind of ways and you have to be diligent in finding the answer if you need to find the answer 
So Coco is the best friend. There's a woman named Coco that this man wrote about. Now Coco is the wife's bestie. So how long y'all been best friends? Coco and Destiny? How long y'all been best friends? You know, sometimes, and let me tell you, you know, another question I got is, is Coco masculine? Is she a masculine woman? Is she a feminine woman? You know, you have to ask these questions, you know. And uh, um, a lot of times, you know, you know, it's it's just not, you know, a, a masculine woman and a woman who is femme. You know, it doesn't work like that all the time. You do have women who are femme that are attracted to only femme women. You have women who are attracted to harder women, more masculine women, you know, studs for a better lack of words, you know. Um, um, and, and a lot of times, you know, even with pronouns, you got to be careful because you don't know how this person may identify. Somebody may identify as as binary, which means that you can wake up one day and feel how you want to feel and behave how you want to behave. And it's just who you are. It's just a, a part of you that expresses who you are. And so because a lot of times, especially in the black community, you know, we add like a lot of different things are so taboo, like like you haven't been doing stuff for years. You know, you know, somebody was talking about R. Kelly the other day, you know, and and um talking about, you know, the different things about his trial and stuff like that. I mean, okay, R. Kelly got what he needs to get, you know, ain't nobody black really saying, you know, free R. Kelly, free R. Kelly. Ain't nobody doing that. Because a lot of times, a lot of us, a lot of our families, we got family secrets too. You know, there are there are some people in your family that was born, you know, uh, too early that, you know, probably in a sense wouldn't have been born if it was according to how society would have it. You know, you know, there are there are older men that are attracted to younger women. There are way younger. There are they are uh, older women attracted to younger men. And they sleep with them. And so I'm not giving an excuse. And I'm, saying that I'm not saying that, that that's something that I would ever indulge in. What I'm saying is that a lot of times when you don't communicate what you really, really like and communicate what you into, then you end up running yourself into a situation when that door is finally open. And that door is open for them to walk right on through and behave the way that they want to behave. And so, listen, I, you know, hey, this stupid is real. You know, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. But I, what I'm saying is, is you got to ask these questions. I do, listen, it is not the time anymore to just be saying, you know, who's your mama? Who's your daddy? You know, where was you raised? You know, do you do you have good credit? You know, all these questions, all that stuff that you can find out over time. But but when it comes to sex, you need to be asking the questions that needs to be asked. You need to definitely be digging into the fact that, hey, listen, this person could be liking something that I may not be into. When you get close enough, it's OK to ask those questions. It's OK to figure out like this young man here. You know, 12 years later, you finding out that your wife like girls. I'm sorry, women, women, not girls, women. And <laughs> another thing that just just gets me is when he said that the man 
was the man was scanning through his bank account and find the purchase. She wasn't even trying to hide it, y'all. She wasn't even trying to hide it. Maybe, just maybe, she wanted to get caught. Just maybe, she wanted to get caught. Sometimes when people are living a lie, what happens is, is that they get tired of that. It gets frustrating. It gets complicated. It gets all kind of confused. And she said, hey, look, I, I'm, I'm tired. I'm not going to do this. I know he goes to the account. I know he checked up on the purchases. I know he, he does this, he does that. So why not just go ahead and just tell him? So put it in a subliminal way for him to find it. I think that that's very cowardly, though, because if that's something that you want to do, then you should be able to tell your mate the things that you feel that uh, you need to happen in your relationship. Why would you sit back and not tell this man what you like and what you're into? Why would you allow this man to explore with you? Let's talk about that. You allowed him to explore with you. When he explored with you, then he found out what you really like, and then you left him in your exploration. Wow. Wow. You cannot be in a place where you're sitting back like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know. You know, he's the perfect man for me. She's the perfect woman for me. But you don't know, you don't know half of anything that you really, really need to know. And, and let me say this. I'm gonna read April's comment in a second. But let me let me also say this. When you when you are in a place to get to know somebody, when you're dating or whatever the case it is, and 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 it's time to have a conversation about certain different things, uh, especially when it comes to sex, do yourself a favor. And remember what they tell you. Don't just think that you could just play the game and be like, oh, well, I know she like this or I know he like that. And then don't expect that person to act on it. Wow. We are human beings. Uh, you know, and yes, some people say, well, I don't believe that I should do that in my marriage or I don't believe that I should do this in my relationship or I don't I don't believe I should do that in my relationship or why would I do this in my relationship? I mean, I'm a woman. He's a man. You know, I know what my role is. He should know what his role is. You know, I, I need to be able to feel secure in my marriage. And that's what I need to do. Well, all of that is fine and well. But in marriage, it's a meeting of the minds. A meeting of the minds. When you get married to somebody, you merge your life with theirs. It's a meeting of your mind. And, and a lot of times, why a lot of people are really, really looking at traditional marriage in a different way is because traditional marriage doesn't work for a lot of people. Traditional marriage, you get married, you get a house, you get a car, your kids, he works, you stay at home, take care of the kids, y'all live out y'all days and die. He leave you some money or you leave him a little bit Take care of the kids, got grandchildren and great grands, and you die. Basically, you talk about this, talk about that, argue with this, argue with that, go to parent teacher conference, football games, basketball games, volleyball games, pictures, cheese. You got all of that comes with that territory communication, dedication, you know, loyalty, honesty, all of that coming in. But what happens is, is nowadays, nowadays, traditional marriage does not work. Like I, I said this about myself, I'm just being honest. 
Don't y'all look at me crazy. I don't care. I throw my middle finger up at you. You know it. Me personally, I say if I got married, I need to marry a person just as free as me. What what kind of freedom is that? That's none of your business. That's for the person I'm with. But the thing is, is that I would need to marry someone who doesn't require a lot of time in my face. Because as much as I like being affectionate, sometimes I wake up and I don't want affection. Sometimes I wake up and I just want you to do what you do for your day. Give me space. Give me time to miss you. You know, you know, I heard a woman say yesterday, you know, she get married. She don't even want her husband to be in the same house with her. Matter of fact, you can have you can keep your house. I keep mine. We will, we'll, you know, I have a key to yours. You have a key to mine. I go over there. You come over here, you know, and that's what she says. That's the type of marriage that she wants. Why? Because it may work for her because the traditional marriage did not work for her. There are, there are some people say, well, I want to marry me a Christian man. He needs to be a Christian. He needs to be holy. He needs to be saved and set free and believe in God and all this stuff. Well, you may have met him in a point where, you know, hey, he was just burned out on church. Maybe he's he's not religious. Maybe he's a spiritual guy. Maybe she's a spiritual woman. Maybe maybe there are some things that may have gone on that may have turned their back on the establishment of church. I didn't say God, the establishment of church, you know, the way church operates and the way that church church, you know, is is designed and is built the opinions of people in church. A lot of times they don't want to be bothered with that. They don't want to be bothered with a lot of that stuff. And this is what you're coming up with. April says, hey, April, I have not forgot about you, April. We're going to jump on. We're going to talk. I'm going to have you come on the show. Uh, April says, right, we need to be asking what type of trauma a person has experienced as a child that's impacting them as adults. That is so true. Because I'm going to be honest with you, some some children, and this is not being funny, and I'm not and I'm not uh, speaking lightly on anybody's pain. But a lot of times when a child is abused sexually, they end up being promiscuous or they're 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 having fetishes or different things that happen because why not that they would not have become that person. Watch this. But that person that they were probably going to become ended up awakened early. See, being who you are has nothing to do with what, you know, somebody does to you all the time. You know, there are some people that say, oh, my God, he's gay because he got molested. No, that's not how that works. A lot of molested people out here still straight as a damn needle and they still doing their own thing. Now, they may be promiscuous or they may not. They may have a, 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 a gaping hole of pleasure that they always have to they may be fearful of intimacy or they may be they may have a wall up when someone's trying to get through to them and, and it could work either way. And so when you start looking at things and situations like this, when 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 somebody's wife it waits until y'all 12, 12 years into the marriage to tell this man you was bisexual, that means that you been on you was bisexual. You've been on what was going on with you. Does he know what kind of trauma you went through? Do you know what kind of abandonment issues he may have suffered in his life? Because now you you done left him. Now you done started exploring with this man. This man done, done said, hey, I, I'm going to do what my wife 
wants me to do or I'm gonna see how I can further satisfy her. Because let's face it, you being somebody 12 years, y'all can't be possibly still having sex the same way. And if you are having sex the same way, and if you continue with that, God bless you. We are so proud of you. But that ain't my testimony. It will never be my testimony. And I'm sure a whole lot of people that's watching ain't going to be their testimony either. You won't be sitting up here, and we're going to be doing missionary for 12 years. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. That's just not going to work. Not going to work. You have to learn how to come on to your partner or your spouse in a different way. You have to learn how to stroke their fire, you know, keep the flames moving. If you don't know how to do that, there is sex therapy, sex coaching. There are, there are a lot of different things that you could do to stoke the fire in your relationship and keep that fire burning. And so while this man is on here trying to keep the fire burning in his relationship, his wife lit up a whole firecracker full and she extinguished it. Brother, this is what I would say to you. Real quick, this is what I would say to you. <clears throat> I'm not sure if you'll be able to get your wife back. I can't tell you that. You know, how do you get your wife back? I'm not sure. I can't tell you that. Somebody would say, well, Q, well, why wouldn't you know how to do that? Because she is exploring what she's been missing. I'm gonna let y'all chew on that for a second. Let me give me some water. She's been exploring what she's been missing. It don't have anything to do with love because people, people seem to think that love, you know, will keep you from doing certain things. There are a lot of people that are in love or that love someone and still act the darn fool, still do the darn fool. It don't mean that they don't love you. It just simply means that the love that they have for you is not strong enough to keep them from doing what they need to do or keeping them in a place where they learn from their mistakes. Because love covers a multitude of faults. That's what it's supposed to. Love is just supposed to be one one of those elements in life that you should be able to exercise on a daily basis to someone else who may not be showing love or someone someone else who needs love and when you are in love with someone you are in love with that person the person that you fall for but let me tell you love don't keep nobody at the house Tony Braxton got the song say love should have brought you home last night. Well, Tony may be correct. He probably should have brought you home. But love don't bring a whole lot of folk home, y'all. It don't. What, what brings people home, to be honest with you, is your communication. So I'm sorry to say that. It's your communication. Do you love your partner enough to actually tell them, listen, this is what I like. This is just I'm sorry, I know you don't do this, but this is what I like. This is what I'm into. This is this is me. This is this is me taking a leave it. You know, a lot of us aren't communicating that way. A lot of us are not communicating and we're not saying, hey, this is exactly what I need to be looking at when it comes for me to find a relationship. Me and Miss Arbor talk about it all the time. When I get with somebody, they freak got to match my freak. Or at least if my freak is here and your freak is there, then you have to have an open mind about my freak so I can bring you here. Because 
when somebody is here and you're there, they are not coming down here for long. They ain't coming down for a long ass time. They'll wait for you. They'll probably try to get you to lift your freak a little bit. But if they if they are here and you are here and they come down to you and you stay here and they move up somewhere and find something else going on, they're not coming back right here. That's an end in any aspect of life. When you rise, it's okay to bring folk up with you. However, if you're not ready to rise with me, you're going to be in the dust and I'm going to be somewhere else. That's in life, period. And so, brother, I can't tell you how to get your wife back because I can't. I, I Conversation. Have a conversation with her. I'm not telling y'all become a thruple or nothing like that. What I'm saying to you is have a conversation with her. Find out what you're missing. Find out. And, and let me tell you something, fellas. When you with your lady and you got some things going on and you run across some situations that you know that you can't control, because a lot of us, we want to control it. We want to make it better. We want to say the right stuff and then move on. But when it comes to stuff like this, you know, that's not a, a, a um, type of situation that you can just take a Band-Aid and put over it and think it's going to heal. No, what's going to heal is honesty. Honesty will heal you. And so have a very, very honest conversation with her, uh, Ryan. Have a very converse, um, I mean, a very serious conversation with her. I can't tell you how it's going to go. Maybe if it was me in my brain, I, I would be like, well, how long has this been going on? You know, not, not Coco, but how long has this been going on in your life? What have you experienced in your life? Is this something that you need all the time? Is there something that I can do to help you get that? Because you might, if you if you take her back and if she come home, Coco gonna be somewhere lurking and lurking around, and she ain't leaving Coco for you. It, it it just ain't gonna happen because she already left you for Coco. And so I'm saying, Destiny, have a conversation with Ryan. She he name dropped, so I'm just calling you out. Have a conversation with him. Give your husband that much because you were married to him. Well, you are married to him. For 12 years. 12 years is a long time. 365 days times 12, that's a long time. To have 12 anniversaries, to have children, possibly, to have 12 birthday seasons, sickness, death, you know, that's a long time, you know, for you not to give this man a conversation about what's going on. And if you're having a conversation, it's not a conversation to agree to disagree. It's a conversation to meet at the mind to say, this is what I am looking for. And unfortunately, this is what I require. Because if you don't, it ain't going to happen no way, man. I, I, I don't think she's going to come home like that. You know, now she might come home if she's broke. If she can't be taken care of, if she get over to the Coco house and Coco can't take care of, and Coco, you know, may be lacking in certain things because you got to think about it. See, sometimes, you know, um, Ryan, karma is a B-I-T-C-H. 
It really, really is. And I'm not wishing anything on Destiny, but what I'm saying is that she could tie herself up with somebody that will not meet her needs and the obligations like you would have. And sometimes people just, they get confused in their own sexuality and they experiment or they go and they play and then finally realize that I may not like this. Ask her. It's okay. If she suppressed it that long, if her and Coco been messing around for three years, that means nine years into your marriage, she's been playing with her. So maybe she just liked the sneaky link aspect of it. There are a lot of people who have fetishes of being sneaky and, and being vorgers and being those people who are able to get a thrill out of seeking something that they know they can't have at home. This can go so many different ways, so many different ways, so many different questions that you have to ask. Listen, 972-904-2398. You got a letter, you got a text message, you want to send us mashagas at yahoo.com, I mean, at gmail.com is our email address. You can use mashagas at yahoo.com because we do have it. We barely use it, but mashagas at gmail.com. Send it. Let's talk about it. Ryan, I am going to actually send you a text message back, man. I, I want to know further what's going on. And so if you're watching or if you do so happen to watch or listen, you know, I'm going to be in touch with you. Maybe let's see if we can get some response back by Thursday when myself and Ms. Arbor tackle this letter again, because this right here concerns me. It concerns me because there are a lot of this going on right now, um, um, especially in the black community. You know, well, um, black people, unfortunately, uh, oh, well, let me let me say it like this. Some black people, unfortunately, are still um, um, in a place where they believe traditional marriage works or they believe that marriage is one of those uh, uh, things that you have to be in a certain mindset and place that everything should work out OK. Well, sometimes some people are not comfortable enough to tell you what they're going through. And sometimes as as especially black people, we facing taboo things, that's not something that we like to deal with. We will we will rather leave them at home. Y'all, y'all know the saying. Y'all know the saying. Y'all already know the saying. What goes on in my house stays in my house. Y'all know the saying. And so a lot of times that that causes people not to communicate and they keep it secret. Because guess what that means? When when you hear what goes on in my house stays in my house, that translates to us in our minds. What goes on with me stays with me. I'm taking this to the grave. You don't need to know that. Yes, you're my husband. Yes, you're my wife. I like you. You like me. I love you. You love me. But there are some things that I just cannot tell you because for whatever reason, I cannot allow myself to lower my guard to feel that vulnerable with you to tell you what I really, really am into. No, yeah, it's out there. It's out there. And so, brother, I'm not going to be able to really, really honestly tell you how to get your wife back other than to talk to her and see what her head is, see what her feelings are, see what her heart is. Um, and then you move from there, you know, and, you know, hey, again, 
I'm going to be sending you a text message back, you know, or email back or whatever. And I would like to get a response from you because I want to see what's going on. I, I, I'm really, really interested, you know, in how this is going to turn out. So let's start with the conversation first. Let's start with the conversation. And then, you know, if I could recommend something else, go to therapy. Get your life coach. Get your couples coach, you know, and let's talk about it. Like I said, I don't, y'all owe it to yourself. 12 years, you owe it to yourself to sit down and discuss some things, especially if there are children involved. That's another question I have. Do y'all have kids? You know, you didn't mention your children in here, but do y'all have children? You know, let, let's talk about that. I hope to get a response from you tomorrow, maybe I know, uh, before Thursday gets here. And let, let's talk about it because I want uh, to be able to help the best way I can. But at the same time, with this one right here, you know, this this one right here, you know, is is going to be one of those ones that you got to really head go ahead and need to bite the bullet and accept the fact that she may not come back, or accept the fact that you've been sleeping with a bisexual woman, you know, for the last twelve years. You finally decide to let your guard down, and all of a sudden, you know, she's leaving you because of whatever reason. You know, I, I I would have advised against you creating an ultimatum for her to leave Coco alone. I think that that's kind of where where you would have went wrong. And people, you know, it's going to look and listen to this and going to be like, dude, is you crazy? No, ain't no way you're going to be telling, you know, me, you know, that it's OK for, you know, somebody to just be messing with somebody while they marry with me. Well, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is that if she been messing with somebody for three years, three years, three long years, you've been messing with somebody for three years, and this has been on the hush for three years, you just can't tell that person, just leave them alone. If you cannot give her exactly what she needs that somebody else has been giving. Because what is that going to do? It's going to set up you to be hurt again. And what did she do? She left you because she you gave her an ultimatum against what she really, really desires. That's all I got. That's all I got. It's 51 minutes into it. Again, check us out on uh, on tomorrow night. Happy Hour with Hendrix is going to be on about 730. You know, Reggie, he stays on. Uh, only for about 35, 40 minutes, that kind of deal, which is cool. And of course, on Thursday night is MTG After Dark. Make sure you stop by After Dark. Oh my God. After Dark is going to be so lit. It's going to be so litty uh, on Thursday night. And then, of course, Saturday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, or all our times, of course, um, myself, Mo Swag, and my boy Hendrix, we will be on to talk. and laugh and start off your Saturday. So that's all I got. That's all I got. This has been MTG Stupid is Real. Again, my name is Q. I'm the host of Magic Ass Entertainment, CEO, whatever you want to call it, and all that good stuff. I hope you hope you enjoyed the show on tonight. Again, topic of tonight's show again is minding my own business. Is leaving yours alone. Mind your business, y'all. Mind your business. And when you mind your business, you'll leave everybody else's alone. Because at the end of the day, it don't even matter what you got going on. 
and with somebody else. It's going to be what you got going on with yourself, you know. And so mind your business. Stay out of folk way, you know, you know, and, and just do what you need to do. You know, and just like I was talking to Ryan and, and talking to Coco and talking to Destiny of the letter that just sent out, sent out tools or whatever, you know, don't judge them. You know what I'm saying? They trying to fix their business. And so, hey, let's help them fix it some kind of way if we can. Let's just do that. But again, this is your boy Q. I'm signing out. Thank you so much again for watching. And again, we'll have a replay to this. I believe at midnight tonight, I'll go ahead and throw it on. and um, Or I'll do it tomorrow. But we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you so much for watching. God bless. And y'all have a good night. And we'll see you soon. Peace.